Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Uh, hello and welcome to uh welcome to me uh welcome to another <laughs> welcome to another episode of disney parts and beyond i'm nick um i've been vaccinated with astrazeneca so now i'm powered by windows 98 uh on this episode i am joined by mr d uh welcome to me as well i'm also astrazeneca are you are you windows 98 or did you get a slightly more modern version yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm XP. Oh, you're such a show. Uh, we're joined by P Dubs. Hello, I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, we are joined by Craig. This is the last night on planet Earth that I am not vaccinated, and when I do get vaccinated, I'm going to wave my tail until my eyeballs fall out. And um, because it's not all a good news story on here, um, there is somebody who. Very, very uh, obviously has not been vaccinated. Oh, put the uh, music are... in the Sad Radio 2 music in. We are All right, I'll eventually get vaccinated by like 2028 or something like that. Yeah. There's the the yeah. one you're probably left by then, but it's fine. The way they're yeah. going over here. Last one Boris, standing. Boris is sending you all the Jag stuff, in. he? Seemingly. Although, yeah. seemingly, he had no idea about it. Uh, to be fair, what... I was just spouting it. What does he have an idea about? Yeah, this is true. The man has, has been caught spending 126 grand of taxpayers' money on a floozy. I don't think he knows what that other week is. Yeah, true. Good old politics. Um, as P Dubs correctly pointed out, this is technically an extra show this month because there's an extra Monday. But did um, we do an extra show last week just to mess with you? Yeah, so you've got two bonus huh? shows this month. Woo! Double DVC. Double DVC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did, we, did do, we did do an extra Sounded like because... a beetle then, Nick. Sounded <laughs> like a beetle. <laughs> well, I, I kind of saw it as it was supposed to be in the continuation of the same episode, but it did go on long, so yes, it was an extra. Look, basically, if you're a Patreon, of which we will do something with you later on this episode, if you was a Patreon, then um, this is all because of you. Um, and if you're if you're freeloading on this podcast and you have been for the last nine years, um, then be grateful for Patreons because you're eventually getting extra content. They're getting it first, but you're 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 getting it later on. Um, but yeah, there's extra there's extra Mondays, and we're just very generous mm. with our time. Uh, I tell you who else is generous, and that's P Dubs because it sounds like P Dubs had no interest in coming on tonight, and yet here he is. Yeah, yes. No, so, I I did. I just I was. Given everybody the option, Ryan said he wasn't available, and I was like, "Well, we're not meant to be anyway, so don't worry about it." No, like, right? I mean, Ryan's been kicked off because every time he comes on, we get a negative iTunes score. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Why is he sad again? Isn't he? He is sad again. I, I think Love he's actually playing keeper. Warzone right now. Love you, Ryan. Yeah, he probably is actually. To be fair. He was having an Xbox day, didn't he? I look at him being all young and playing games and stuff. And here we are. Um, although saying that, we do have the youngest member of the team on this on this episode. 
So and the old who's laughing now? Yeah, and the oldest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to briefly skip around the news, um, and then we'll kind of briefly skip around the news outside of the parks, and then and then Craig found a little game for us to play. Um, and in truth, normal fashion of me. I looked at it and went, that is great. And then I've not thought about it one iota. So I am going in uh, with bare minimum preparation, which is how I like to fly. But hopefully um, other people more prepared and, and better than me. So we'll do that. But before we do anything else, I do, of course, have to ask what everybody's drinking. So, uh, Mr. Day, what are you drinking? So I'm also ambidextrous here. I've got my toast and jam tea. Hey. Uh, thanks to you boys I'm not going to tell you which box this tea bag came from whether it came from the Nick box or the Craig box but it's toasted jam and I've also got the gin and tonic ooh combination a cold drink a hot drink I <laughs> like some both yeah uh, well, it's a lager drink yeah, I did. I did realise. I said that. I thought it's a little, <laughs> little chumbawambery, but no, no one will pick up on that. But Mister D in with the save. Yep. P Dubs, what are you drinking? Uh, just some H two O. Just oh. some H two O. Science boy. Not. is <laughs> not lady drink. Donut. I'm a lady. Can I drink from your well? Hell no, H two O. As the barmaid said in Coyote Ugly. There is a reference. I am a sucker for two films from the same period. And uh, one of those is Coyote Ugly, and the other one is uh, Bring It On. Uh, Bring It On's great, though. Yeah, Yeah. but, but, now I've. And I never will. But the thing is, now I've said that out loud, I've realized that is why for a long time um, a lot of people question my sexuality. So that now makes sense. Um, Sinead, what are you drinking? I have got some LucasAid Zero Pink Lemonade. I do oh, like that. Is that you know. a lady drink. Oh, it's real nice. Yeah, I like that. I like it's that. It's very, very good. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, I am back on a cherry flavoured drink. I was on a cherry flavoured drink for the quiz the other night, but now I am back to old familiar Pepsi Cherry Max. Ooh, I should kick that habit. It's becoming a bit like heroin, and just as Moorish. But anyway, Green um, Jill wouldn't have been as good if Ziggy or Zama had overdosed on Cherry hey, Max. Hey, I tell you what, it's funny you mentioned uh, Green Jill because I had a sausage for dinner. That is, again is a reference that very few people are going to get. Um, yeah. Right, let's start with. I'm drinking as well, like. Did we not ask you? No. Okay, that's cool. So we just came soon. <laughs> yeah. What are you what are you drinking, Craig? I'm drinking Assam tea. Mm, delicious. Yum, 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 yum. And I'm drinking cherry Pepsi Max. Oh. I am a bad influence. I am a very bad influence. I, I have noticed actually a lot of times I forget to talk about what I'm drinking. Maybe it's because I'm too predictable. I don't know. You raise me up, Nick. You raise me up. Oh, bless you kindly. Um, so let's have a quick look, or quickish look, depending on what we've got to talk about, uh, about news coming from the parks. 
After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. And because we haven't had you on much this year, I am going to start with P-Dubs. The dubs of the P. Can we talk Disneyland? We can yeah. talk about whatever you I, bloody well like. I but think we basically, have to talk Disneyland. Yeah, that, that's kind that's of biggest, where I was going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the biggest this week. Um, so back end of last week, um, Disneyland announced that they are planning a massive um, expansion. <laughs> to to put it bluntly, they um, it's not. It's kind of in the early planning stages, but they're putting pressure on Anaheim to allow them to expand. We know they've had issues. We've talked about it before. Um, that Anaheim didn't want to help them. Um, there was plans to build a new hotel, um, but Anaheim dictated where it could be built uh, and what was in it, um, and they pulled out. Um, Disney decided that was it. They weren't going ahead um, because of the the backing that they were they weren't getting as such. Um, so they announced at the end of the last week that they are in the early stages of putting it to the, the city of Anaheim that they want to expand. Um, both parks will be expanded in this, this plan as well as downtown Disney becoming Disney Springs West, um, taking land that's currently three car parks. Um, the parking store. spaces. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when you're expanding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, toys. The, the biggest car park that's going to go is the Toy Story car park, um, which will be used as part of the the downtown Disney expansion. Um, as I said, there's no specifics at the moment because it is kind of just gathering support at the moment. That's that's what they're looking for. Um. But the what's been put to Anaheim is it's not guaranteed that these are going to be built, but this is what they've put to them that they they want to do or something similar. So they're looking at things from other parks at the moment. So they're going to use the expansions that are being put in at Tokyo at the moment. So Frozen, uh, Neverland, and there was one more, and I can't remember which which bit it was. Then you've got Tron was used as, as one of the the templates. Zootopia, which is currently being built in Shanghai. Um, these aren't necessarily going to be what they use in the end, but that's what they're looking towards. Um, what they, the, they planned, the, the three like fantasy land areas were all very similar, like boat rides and a restaurant. So I would imagine they might pick one or two of them. Um, whereas Tron is quite large for Disneyland. We all know Disneyland's not particularly big. That's not necessarily going to go ahead, but it could be something similar. Um, 
but yeah, and these are all actually going to go on the other side of Disneyland Drive. So you've got the parks on one side at the moment, but the expansions are actually going to head over the main road that heads alongside Disneyland. Uh, and they'll be over the road linked with bridges. And they're also talking about redoing the Eastern project that was also closed down because of Anaheim, um, where they were building a new car park um, to the other side of the, the resort. Um, there's also tentative plans that they may look at more hotels. Um, but at the moment, that isn't a massive part of what they're planning. But yeah, massive expansion. Not quite big enough for a third gate. Mm -hmm. They haven't quite got enough room to, to warrant it being a third gate, but there'll be expansions of Disneyland and California Adventure. So, I mean, big enough to bring back Magic, Magic Kingdom of Walt. Yeah. Uh, your podcast uh, yeah. to, to talk about, which I, I will, hands up, admit, have not listened to because I am so far behind on podcasts. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've listened to a podcast in the last week. Um, which is it, bad it was news for me. A, a quick thing I did. It was half past six in the morning when I woke up and I thought I'm in the house by myself. I might as well do it now and get it done. And it's only it's uh, only ten fifteen minutes. Fair play. So we're not talking about a third gate. No, we're talking about an expansion to the uh, what we've got already. Yeah. So what do you think? So, Steve. I was just going to say, it's interesting. They're actually talking about expanding both parks. Yeah. But it's if I've seen a like a diagram of it, it's kind of interesting. It's one block. Yeah. But as PDAB said, each side feeds into one park. So there's a, although it's all in one block, the expansion, yep. there's like a Disneyland half and a Disney California Adventure half. Yeah. Kind of strange, but. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, uh, well, I'm not saying this, so you, you know a bit more than, than the rest of us, but, you know, you have your eye quite focused on, on Disneyland. Yeah. Do you, do you believe this is going to happen? Um, and that's not, you know, this is obviously a, like a thing they want to do. So, I'm yep. not, you know, this isn't speculation and such, but do you actually think they will get, the approval to get this done or do we think this is a plan for something else do we think this is tr just trying to like put their turn the walls about what they can get away with it, it wouldn't be the first time they've done that we've seen plans for other parks elsewhere in california before because they weren't getting the support but the the government has changed in anaheim since the the previous problems there is someone else in charge of anaheim now um who apparently leans towards helping Disney more than they have previously. Um, I think this is possibly going to happen. Whether it happens the scale they want it to happen, I don't know. We've got to remember that they've got the Olympics in Los Angeles in seven years. Um, so part of this hopefully will be done by then. Uh, and I think that's that's what they're aiming for, is to attract those people that are coming over for for the Olympics to help out. And obviously we've got Universal Studios getting their Nintendo land for that reason as well. Um, so they've got to have something to compete. And I know just because, I mean, I, I've not actually paid much, that much attention to the diagram, so I've not really tried to focus on where things are, but I don't know if you remember, well, yeah, I don't know if you remember, but 
I remember quite a while ago now, Jim Hill suggesting that they were going to do a uh, replica of the Tron coaster. Yeah. Uh, but in in California, based on Captain America. Yeah. Would would that you you mentioned like a Tron kind of like building? Was that in the Marvel kind of section? Could um, that fit it in? Was, there, it was in California Adventure. Okay. Um, as I say, it is on the other side of the road, so it's not then nothing is connected to the other parks. You have to walk over a bridge. They're going to be building two bridges across Disneyland Drive, right? Um, to get to these these two areas, um, they could do. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they did that. Um, as we know, as I said, we they are very limited in space. Even with these expansions, it's still they're not going to be massive. Massive areas, as I say, they, it's not enough to warrant a third gate. So we know it's it's not massive. I think I read somewhere that it was about a third of Disneyland that they've got um, to build these two two yeah. expansions on. So um, it could be, it could well be that it's a um, a modified version of, of Tron that goes in there. They have promised something similar to to Anaheim that. That would be going in. That's part of the the plan. Um, so it do we might think well it be. Could end up, do we think it could end up being Cosmic Rewind? Because obviously they already have an element of Guardians of the Galaxy there, and that's another kind of big coaster. Again, yeah, it could be, or it, it could be something completely new that we we don't know about. They've whereas the other Disneyland, they've kind of given areas. Um, I've remembered one of the other areas they they want to replicate Toy Story from from Hollywood Studios as well. Um, so I don't know. It, it could be anything. As I said, nothing is set in stone at the moment. They're at very early planning stages. Some um, stone coaster, did you say? <laughs> I watched About that time. the other day for the first time in what? ages. Oh, no, okay. I had seen it. It okay. was. It's been a long time. I. Yeah. We've got through. <laughs> I've managed to watch every Pixar film, and now I'm up to the next film I need to watch. And the the animated stuff is Aladdin. So I have. I've got through some of the uh, the rough stuff now. Can I just point, <laughs> can I just point out? Right. Can I just point out? <laughs> I thought you said you hadn't seen Zorn and Stone, so I was like, what? Yeah. Now, if that was Craig that said it, I don't <laughs> think I'd have been that surprised. No, no, I, I had seen it. It's been never a while. Seen Stone. Yeah, exactly. Of course you haven't. Of course you haven't. But I mean, yeah, it's, that's, it's exciting that's it. stuff. It's, yeah. I mean, mm. obviously, is it, this is exciting. Is it though? Well, yes. I mean, well, no. It's what it's what communist Russia used to do. Ten-year plans. They've put out a big plan with no plan and permission. They've put the arm up the back of the Anaheim government and held them to ransom. Basically, none none of it's been approved. Surely plans should be done in secret. Surely plans are submitted, and I, people have. Do you, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I, I do. It's a I diversion think, tactic to I me. I think in this case with the problems that they've had before, I can understand why it's to garner support from the locals. And it might be tactical as well, because, you know, the, the whole economy is suffering because of yeah. the pandemic. What, you know, what a good time to announce a big investment in, in that area. Yeah. Well, and that, um, they even said that they said they spent their time with the parks not open going over what, yeah. what they've got and, and what could be done to, to keep them going. Yeah, and this is where they've had come. nothing else to do. 
Yeah, but they'll get. I mean, if there any expansion of Disneyland, it's got to be good for the surrounding area and all the businesses in that area, yes. which have suffered in the last year. Exactly. And California more than other states because yeah. of their, you know, their culture. Um, so it's a good. It's probably a good move in terms of getting some early support yeah. uh, and putting some pressure on the local government to back the plans. Yeah, and that's literally all it is at the moment. Is, is getting this back in that they felt yeah. they've not had previously. Yeah, they said it'll be a two-year process just yeah. to get just to get all the planning and permissions. Oh and- yeah, this is this is although it's it's obviously not the same size. This is a kind of epic universe kind of time frame. You, you've got to also remember as well that this is Disney, right? Yeah. So even if they announce now that they're doing this expansion and this expansion is you know a small expansion in the grand scheme of things, it would probably still take longer than Universal building a whole new theme park down the road. Maybe um, I'll be vaccinated by then. <laughs> it might be able oh, to go no. to opening. Now you're, now you're just getting crazy. <laughs> but it's... I mean, we've we've spoken before about the fact that like there's probably nothing new coming to Disney World for a little while. So if this mm. encourages them to rehire a lot of Imagineers and bring back more cast members, obviously hire more like construction workers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit further down the line, but anything that gets more Imagineers back, I'm all for. Well, look, the, the other thing we've got to think of as well, right, is is Disneyland is the only park that's been closed for a year, right? Yep. Disneyland Paris, although obviously uh, is closed now, and we're not sure when that's going to reopen, that had a period of time where it was open for a good few months. So, but Disneyland never had that. So for over a year now, because it is just over a year, that park hasn't been open. Um, They've got rid of annual passes. You know, they've they've scrapped that scheme. Um, There's all these things that are going to be coming in, which are upsetting people. So in a way, it's perfect timing to try and announce this because not that Disneyland is ever, you, you know, even when people are upset about it, like they are now, they still love it, right? They haven't got a, a you know a really bad opinion of it, but this is exactly the kind of thing that those people want to hear because that's good news, right? So yeah. it, it all kind of it all kind of makes sense. I agree with Craig, and that's what I was going to actually kind of lead into is that it's all good saying this stuff, but there's obviously still a good chance this won't actually happen, but you know, by getting the, you know, some public support behind it and, and stuff like that, that can only, you know, help the cause. So I think it's good. I think it's positive. I think if it gets approved, that's wonderful. It does seem to me that they are trying to make it a bit more of a destination. You know, every yeah. time they, they, they kind of expand it, and obviously there's the rumours about DVC, that is going to start bringing people in that aren't locals. It's always been a locals park. So I do wonder if that's another thing they're trying to do, you know, in, like what Mr. D was saying about trying to boost the local economy by actually bringing people in state that normally wouldn't go to Disneyland because they can just go to Disney World. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, it's never going to be as big as Disney World, but then I don't care about a lot of the stuff that is at Disney World. Like, the, the, you know, there's two water parks I don't really care about. That don't interest me. So, I think it's good. I think it's positive. I hope it goes through. Yeah, and even if yeah, it's, it's just, even if it's a shrunk down version of what they've they promised, 
any addition to Disneyland's always going to help because the fact that they've got nowhere else to go. And that's yeah. why they lost stuff with Galaxy's Edge and why people were so annoyed. With this, they wouldn't be losing anything. They'd no. be gaining no matter what they add. So... Have they, they haven't got any multi-stories, have they? They've got one. Hmm. They've got Mickey and Friends. Interesting over a car park. Yeah. Um, well, we'll have to keep our eyes on that one. It's, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be more to talk about that as the uh, the year goes on. Yeah. So, and if yeah. anybody wants to check the stuff yeah. out, it's uh, there's a website called Disneyland Forward. Um, and that's where you can find all the details. And just while we're on that coast, um, have you been following the um, the taste of Disney that's been going on? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Tell me it. I've, cool, I've, not been, I've not been paying attention to it, so tell me it. It's just another food festival. That's literally it. But no raids. I mean, no. it's, it's literally go in the park. I think I think they had some entertainments on, didn't they? they had like yeah, characters. they had some characters out and about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, some photo spots. Yeah. With John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine, but it's but it was sold out, wasn't it? I mean, it, as yeah. as predicted, um, people are just desperate to to do anything really and get back in the parks, even if there's no rides going. Yeah, I've said it before, but if I was a local, I a thousand percent would have gone at least once. Yeah. So. I, yeah, su- I suppose there is. Oh no, that's outside of the parks. Oh, I'll I'll uh, I'll take that nugget and put it back under my hat and carry on. Um, mm-hmm. Was there any other news from inside the parks that anyone had? Yeah, a couple of things. Yeah, he doesn't want to share. Uh, no, I do want to um, do what Disney about. started rolling out their mobile magic. What can you hear me? <laughs> Hello, it's it's going. It's going a little bit. Of course it is. It's going a bit funny. Takes control of the ship. It goes a bit funny. We can hear you now. Uh, uh, all right, good. Don't know what happened there. I could hear you okay. Um, yeah, they started rolling out their mobile magic service. Um, mm-hmm. So this is going to be uh, this is the previously announced it, but um, you're going to be able to use your phone to get theme park entry. And as well as like check your reservations and your photo pass, it's going to be done through the Disney My Disney Experience app. So they've already uh, updated the My Disney Experience logo on it. Uh, what's the What's the feedback been like on it? Um, and it's got a kind of express mode, which means you don't have to unlock your phone. Okay, so it kind of works a little bit like card payments. Or uh, I don't, it hasn't it hasn't actually ruled out yet. They've, um, Putin's. What? Why is this happening now? Why no is this idea. happening now? When when he's talking, like all the other times he's talked, and he's just been kind of throwing, <laughs> like you know, comments on things that we're talking about. He's been completely fine. Maybe Disney don't want the news getting out yeah. there just I know. yet. I know. I, I know. I am wondering. I, I've case. seen 
I've seen them posting, or I've seen other people posting in like Facebook groups and stuff. They've been trialing us. Oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Shit. No, that I've just realized that <laughs> well, one was operator is... error. I hit the mute this button. Is... <laughs> this is Disney Park. <laughs> You can't say that word on Disney Parks and Beyond. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm too lazy to edit tonight, so we we are going to have not one but two did, shits. Because I did just you get any of that? And giggles. Um, we got we got bits and pieces. Shits so, and giggles. Yeah, I think I think you, I think it was a combination of your mute button and just your internet connection because there was definitely a little bit of delayed speech in there. Um, right. Okay. Because did I I was talking to you at one point and you just carried on straight over me because there was a bit of a pause and then you yeah. carried on right. so um sorry yeah that's look this is ten, this, you know, we are sat in a virtual pub and um you know sometimes the microphones don't pick everything up of course because we're not doing this over the internet at, you know socially distance of course when not. you do it in a real pub they definitely don't lose it that is very true yeah that's very true we can never release those recordings <laughs> um yeah, so so uh, so what you were saying was it started to roll out. And this is going to be a, a kind yeah. of combination between, well, not a combination, but it's it's essentially your, your magic band on your smartphone. So if you don't have your, your magic band with you, you can use your smartphone uh, yeah. to do all the things that you you need to do. Um, that's yeah. it in a nutshell, isn't it? That's I think right. it's u- utilizing the that's NFT right. chip, isn't it? The, the the chip in your phone that you use for card payments, as you said, Nick. Yeah, so uh, NFC. That's it. Yeah. What yeah. did I say? NFL. No, RFID is the uh, it's the technology in the, in the Siri. I'm literally not talking to you, love. Yeah, shut up, Siri. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 near fields uh, communication. Is that what NFC is? I can't remember. I should really know this. I work in payments. Oh Jesus. Oh. Gee whiz. <laughs> yeah, you should. Annuals. <laughs> Don't ever play this at work. Um, not that you'd be that, you know, you wouldn't do that anyway. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think the idea is interesting, but what would you, what would you say, Sinead? I know. I've seen on a couple like Facebook groups and stuff, they've also been trialing, I think it's only at Magic Kingdom, facial recognition to yeah. get access to the park. So instead of using your fingerprint, you leave your face mask on and it reads your facial uh, features. But people are losing their goddamn minds because now Disney wants pictures of them. And it's like, is it not more concerning that they had your fingerprints beforehand? <laughs> like, yeah. is that not a more concerning thing? Well, but, Universal uh, have been doing that for, it's got to be four years now, maybe. What, what, facial? Facial, yeah, on with the with the Express Passes. Because the Express Passes was a grainy printout. Oh, okay. um, used to go to the hotel, check in, take your room key, take a photograph of yourself, print out on a, a ticket with a QR code and a really bad photograph of you. It was open to abuse, obviously, because you could just give it to somebody who looked a bit like you. Um, so... They started doing. No one looks like you, Greg. <laughs> Literally, no one looks like. Yeah, you. but it's only your head in it, so it's not your the luscious body. It's just the head. <laughs> so on a bad photograph, me, me and you are twins. Do you know what I mean? And um, you look like an egg with facial hair. What are you talking about? And a mullet. And a mullet now. Well, you know, mullet. Oh, leave me mullet out of this. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> I really don't understand why people are concerned about this. I mean, well, you know, you're, you're on CCTV camera all the time, you know, I walking around it. the streets, you know. 
I guarantee you most of these people also pay for PhotoPass every single time they go to the park yeah. so that Disney can take hundreds, if not thousands, of photos of them throughout their holiday. Do you not yeah. know that Disney never, ever look at a single photograph that's ever taken? That's not true, because if, if you're female and you flash your boobs on Splash Mountain, they, they delete that photograph. Or if you do the rock symbol fair, on it, Rock and Roller If you're Coast, a male and you, yep. sh- you show yep. your pecker on Splash Mountain, I think that kicks you off as well. Yeah, something completely different. I, I don't is just pricked up. I don't understand any of this stuff, right? People have it's like the it's like the, the vaccine thing, right? They're saying, Oh, they're asking for all this information. Your life is not that interesting. Like you have got your smartphone, your smartphone is constantly listening to your conversations. People have smart TVs, they're listening to you. Siri is listening to you, Alexa is listening to you, your Google um Home Siri, Hub or whatever. Um, Siri, order Craig um, two pints of milk. Um, you know, all these you got all these things listening to you all the time that can, you know, I, I, that's how we get targeted ads, right? We were talking about, I was talking to, about something with, with Lindsay a few weeks ago. I logged onto Facebook and it was there. And I'll tell you what it was it was a pair of um, testicles. No, Goldie Horn's daughter. What's her name? She's an actress. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. It was Kate Hudson's uh, fitness brand range. She wanted some trousers. I can't remember. It's called like Fitletics or something. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever it was, we were talking about it. I'd never heard of this company in my life. I go onto Facebook about an hour later. The first thing in my newsfeed was an advert for that selling me men's shorts because it knew I was a man. (laughs) That's pretty scary. Do you know what I mean? That's I do it every time I go into Carla's house, right? I put butt plugs on their Amazon shopping list. (laughs) 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 So, so the thing is, all of this, like, you've got stuff all the time that's Mm. listening to you. And as soon as, like, they say, Oh, can we take a photograph? Everyone loses their goddamn mind. How dare they? What they need it for? Are they going to sell this to the Russians? Like, you do this all the time. People that do those stupid survey things on Facebook, you know, 20 questions about me, your first pet name, uh, the, the school you went to as a kid. That's your password information, people. You're putting it on a public forum. Okay, like, look, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, anyway, but getting this, back to Disney's this, facial recognition trial. This stuff <laughs> could, you know, it is open. You don't know what to do, and you could be selling that, that, that data that the harvest do. I mean, Google were doing the Google map drive bys, weren't they? Um, but what, har- what are they going to do? Harvesting people's Wi Fi passwords. But you still got to wear your, your mask, right? So you can take off, you've got to take off hats, visors, and sunglasses, but you need to keep your mask on. So what are they going to do with a picture of somebody's face with a mask on? Really? Do you know what I mean? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, it's voluntary. It's a trial. Um, it, well, that, I guess it replaces that the face will be linked scanner. to your room, won't it? That'll be linked to everything. So they'll have all your info. So that face at the scanning, they'll know yeah. exactly who it is. It's just to get you. It's just to make sure that you are the person that is trying to get in the park. That's all it's about. Right, and, and previously it was fingerprints, but they don't want to do that now because of COVID, right? And and future potential pandemics, because fa- face it, you know, seventeen thousand people had put their thumb on that thumb scanner before you did, and they don't yep. wipe them down, right? So instead of that, 
it's going to be something non non contact. Just another thing. How do you work your smartphone? Like when you're when you pick your smartphone up, how do you unlock it? All stored locally on the phone. Well, you don't have to for the so it's two different things. Facial recognition's one trial that's going on, but the other thing, the mobile magic, you don't have to unlock your phone to go through the turnstile. That's why I said they've you, you well, you, you guys probably missed it, but um what I was saying is that they've got this um they built into the app. Uh, I forget what they call it now. I'm uh, I'm off that page now. But built into the app is a mode where you don't need to unlock your phone to go through the turnstiles. Well, I think you, I think Craig, you said to me, I think you said this to me about something they're doing on your Apple uh, using your Apple Watch now. Where yeah. you, you don't, you can, you can use make a watch. payments. Yeah. yeah, but you can make payments using your uh, your Apple Pay. Yeah, without unlocking your phone by using your watch because it won't pick up the facial recognition because of masks. Yeah, so it's well, express mode. That's what they call it, express mode. Yeah, but anytime you hold your phone near to a a, a payment point, you don't need to unlock your phone. Your credit no. card just pops up anyway. Yeah, that's right. Or you just press the power button. And, Mine and does. Mine, mine yeah. asked me to before it makes the payment. It asks it. Um, yeah, to confirm the payment. Yeah, that's to confirm the payment. You're not unlocking you your phone. Unlock it. All right, all right. But, but yeah. the point is, is that I can't, I can't use my Apple Pay in a shop when I'm wearing a mask at the moment. No, but that's just to confirm the payment. That's not to unlock your phone. Okay, I can't confirm a payment because I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, right, but. It, well, so you can two, in the new update because it'll yes. be linked to your Apple Watch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But the okay, thing well, is, right, if, to do with if, if you go Disney into trials. it, if you go into a Disney park today, right, or whenever, and the F, the FBI turn up looking for you, right, because you've been a naughty boy in a bank with your mask on, and then you go to a Disney park, Disney will probably hand over all the faces that they've had that day to the FBI. Surely they will. Why wouldn't he? Well, I, I, I would imagine that there's probably some legal data protection thing. But the other thing is, they'd be handing over a picture of you wearing a mask. But the mask. FBI, to know who you are, would already need to have a picture of you. Yeah. So they've already have a got picture a picture of you in the bank, but then yeah. all your all your room details are linked to the face that they've just took of you. Yeah, yeah but also uh, your so, phone is tracking and so it comes back to the same thing. The only people that worry about these things are people who are overly worried about the secrecy or they've got some hide. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't care. Me. I'm just I'm just talking yeah. for the sake of it, to be honest. I'll gladly give it to me face. Not if they gladly take it, but all right. Mm-hmm. Seeing this nose. <laughs> what was the other thing you had this today? Uh, that was it. It was it was those two things. It oh, was okay. the, um, two mobile or entry. Fair enough. Items. Fair enough. Um, was there anything else from inside the parts that people had? Excellent. In that case, I'll move yeah. on. So let's go and have a look at the, uh, the stuff that's going on outside the parks. Let's get down to business to start planning that Disney trip. 
I'm Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel here, proud sponsor at the Disney Parks and Beyond podcast. I specialize in all things Disney, Universal, and all major cruise lines. Disney cruises are spectacular, but you've got to book early to get the best pricing and stateroom selection. I offer generous onboard credits and take care of all your planning. Interested in Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris? I can help with every bit of the planning process, including dining and fast passes. Find me on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or email me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. I make the plans, you make the memories. Well, on the, on the facial side, right? So we've, well, we're on facial. <laughs> no! No, 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 listen, this is, you'll, you'll love this. This is a great segue to All outside right, okay, the park. okay. So have you seen the thing that Joffrey's got at Disney Springs? The app that Joffrey's got at Disney Springs? Because the same people who don't want to get their picture taken to enter the park, I'll bet you they pay 50 cents to have their photograph put on the top of their coffee in Joffrey's at Disney Springs. They are not doing that, are they? They are doing that. They are doing that. Is that where he's working now? Who? 50 cents. He's working in Joffrey's. Yeah. I'll take you to the coffee shop. <laughs> oh, um, so, it's, so yeah, you can you can um, pay for an extra fifty cents, and you can get uh, something printed on the top on the foam on the top of your coffee, and it can be a selfie, it can be your picture, or right now they're done. You know the orange bird, the sort of tiki uh, emblem, tiki tiki mascot, the little orange bird. They got they got that going on right now. I imagine if Starbucks did that on a pumpkin spice latte, you'd never be rude or Ryan. You just get oh Ryan um, would be uh, yeah. just get Dan's face on every drink. Yeah. Oh, God. Are, you, are you joking? The only face Ryan would get on a cup of coffee is his own face. Yeah, let's, this is true. Yeah, literally drink himself in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I'm paying, I, I don't know how much. I'd, Actually, P-Dubs, you do know this because I watched you get a Joffrey's when we we went to studios. Yeah. How much is a Joffrey's? About $5? Yeah, I think so. But then mine did have alcohol in it. Yeah. That was true. You did get an alcoholic one. Um, so in, in that case, I mean, if you're paying like $5, let's just say you're paying $5 for a coffee. Anyone really, how many people are going to pay an extra 50 cents just to get a quirky photo on? I'd say quite a few. Loads of yeah. them on holiday. Loads. Loads. Yeah. Actually, actually, I'll tell you because what, every you know vlogger, every yeah, every vlogger, vlogger yeah. anybody who's got an Instagram account, anybody Ugh. who's got a Facebook account, everybody. It's I genius. Not, I would not be doing this. I'd do it at least once. I wouldn't no. get my face though. No one needs yeah. that. It's not true. Got lovely hair. Um <laughs> I realise, I realise I could have said anything. He's Elsa soon there. I could have, I literally could have like said, oh, but you've got a pretty face, you But no, no. I just went straight in with you got nice hair. I've done that thing oh, where I didn't want to come oh, across as too creepy. And I've just come up looking like an arsehole. So mm. you do have nice hair though, to be fair. I will stick by that. So shiny. He's actually very shiny. She looks after her hair. You could get some tips, Craig. I don't need tips. This mullet looks after itself. It's, yeah. co- it's called Latte Art Coffee. That's what it's called. At Joffrey's. Genius. 
that's it. I'm done. I, th- I think Nick is as well. Well, is he gone? No, I had is, to. Is he at the mute button? <laughs> I hit. No, no, no. I ha- I had to uh, let the dog back in the room. He's doing that thing he loves to do when I podcast, which is he's already. <laughs> He wanted to go outside in the garden. You had to let him back in. Who let the dogs out, Nick? No, hang on. No, hang on. <laughs> Who let no. the dogs out? No, no. Ooh. I've let him Ooh. out. I've let him in. I then had to let him out again because he wanted to go upstairs. And then he went upstairs and decided he didn't want to be upstairs after all. So he's coming back let him downstairs. But so you now let him out. Did he shake it all about? Yes. Good. And then he turned around. Because obviously he's just dogs communicating do with his with his eyes. Is he no. going, let me out, Dick? Dogs, dogs, dogs do look around before they sit down. Craig will find it out very soon. T-shirt. Um, so I said, look around. So um, this is, I appreciate that most of our, I mean, God knows why people listen to this, but the, the people that do, right, we do have a very high percentage of American listeners, which is lovely. We love you guys. But this is really more for our UK listeners. And that is that Disney announced last week that because we've been such good girls and boys, or non-binary, of course, um, that they are going to be offering two, three, and four-night cruises around the most glamorous of locations. Liverpool. Um, the coast of uh, the, the United Mersey Kingdom. Trout. So, uh, starting uh, in, well, they haven't even announced dates. I've just announced dates that, that tickets are going to go on sale. But um, I'm expecting over the summer um, they are going to be doing cruises for UK residents on the Disney Magic. Yep. Is that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Staycation so, cruises. Cruises yeah. to nowhere. We're on We're a on cruise, cruise to nowhere. Talking Italian, talking Italian. Talking Scousa and Jordan. And so, Demry's views, yes, have you, Mr. D? Hmm? <laughs> Moving on. So, um, so the places that it's going to go is, uh, as the aforementioned, uh, Liverpool. It's going to Mersey. Um, it's going to Newcastle where people don't wear coats it's going to southampton and it's going to uh, london tilbury which is not london that's going to glasgow isn't it no no four stops four that's it well actually i don't i don't know that it is gonna stop well okay so so what i mean is four ports yeah it's going all the way around the uk though isn't it yeah, but I would I would imagine, I don't know this because I was kind of reading between the lines, but it sounds to me like it'll go from, say, Southampton to London and that'll be a two-night cruise. And then it'll go from London to Newcastle and that'll be a three-night cruise. That's what I'm guessing. And, and, and then, yeah, it will work its way around the UK. And then round the islands, yeah. round the Irish Sea, yeah, into the Maisie and the then Maisie. back out. yeah. So you've done what a cruise, haven't you, Mr. D? Yeah, I've done two Disney cruises, one in America and one in Europe. What sort of prices was the? Oh God! Uh, wow, well, it's oh, two ballpark, completely different things. Ballpark, you know, ballpark. Uh, well, this is a four-night cruise, isn't it? Yeah. Phew! I really don't know. I mean, I would have thought maybe six or seven hundred quid a head, something like that. Is that all? That's cheap. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, and it isn't just Disney that are doing these. And obviously, it's a Disney podcast, so we're interested in that. But 
there's a whole bunch of other cruise lines announced the same thing. So there is going to be a fair bit of competition. Mr. D is correct. Other cruise lines are available. Are available, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time, guys. I wanted to get that in. Um, hmm. I mean, we we did a quiz the other night. Um, and we did a Harry Potter themed quiz the other night. And we were chatting about this in the lock-in session afterwards. And um, I think I think we're all interested yeah um in 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 you know possibly doing it. it you know like a lot of things it will come down to price you know is this going to be value for money um people are widely speculating i've seen people turn around and say oh well i've seen uh the price list for my travel agent and it's it's 500 pound for three night cruise no i don't i don't well no i mean it's possible but the, 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 the simple fact is i don't believe anybody that's saying that at the moment, mm. I'll wait until Disney release some proper itinerary uh, in, yeah. in April. Um, yeah. But I think it's a, a very good taster session for people because it's not going to be a very long cruise. I think it's all, a nice experiment. All I'll think, all well. I'm thinking, right, is Pete Wayne is staying in his DVC now, and he's telling people that this room that I'm or this villa that I'm staying in is um, fifteen hundred dollars a night. <laughs> This is a Disney cruise. They're yeah. not, yeah, but they're not that expensive. And they what, literally well, are, though. No, they're well, literally he, not, though. Okay, so I'm on PO's website, right? Yeah, P and, uh, P-N-O, P-N-O, P-N-O. <laughs> Don't don't give them ideas. Yeah, so P P and O seven night cruise, right? So seven nights, um, which and it's a UK cruise, uh, is from five nine nine for seven nights. No, Disney is more of a premium, I think, than P and O, but it's only two, three, or four nights, so you got to factor that in. So I, I'm gonna, I, I, like I say, I'm guessing maybe six hundred quid ahead. Yeah, well, right. a four night cruise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe, what maybe you, like five hundred said... quid, six hundred quid, seven hundred quid for two, and... three, and four nights. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is that is that per night? No, 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 that's, no. For the, that's for the whole thing. I'm Not going to put guess, my cards on the table. Know. I'm going to guess £1,500 for four nights per person. No, Jesus it won't be that Christ, much. No, that would be that would possibly be the cost of a room. Well, it, it may <laughs> be, but it may be, but that's taking the piss. Sorry, taking the um, Michael, instructing the Michael. Yeah, if if it is compared to what you would normally spend. I mean, I'm going on a 12-night cruise at the end of the year, and for four of us, it's 3,200. So when I looked at the European cruise about three years ago, I'm almost certain that um, a room for, I think that was a 10-night cruise, um, was about three and a half grand. Yeah, and obviously that, it depends on the, the cabin room. as well, that you know, inside room. cabin, outside yeah. cabin, that sort exactly. of thing, but... Yeah. yeah, well, we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, uh, they didn't say exactly long. when in April, did they? I don't, I don't think. Well, if it's the first of April, I won't be believing it. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. wait till after that. But, uh, but yeah, exactly. Um, but it's 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 interesting. Yeah. It's certainly interesting. Um, it's a it's a fun experiment, as I said. Uh, when I talked about it the other day, I, I I like the idea of a cruise. I don't like the idea of being stuck on a boat at sea which has always kind of been my 
uh, Achilles heel when coming to do it. But if you're if you're able to do a two, two, three, four night cruise, that's a really good tester to it's not a port, like Nicholas. Right. It's not a port. It's a ship. It's a schooner. <laughs> it's a it's a ship. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, a big ball. Yeah. It's a type of. Um, we're going to need a bigger ball. Yeah. Well, you don't need a bigger boat than that. It's a pretty big boat. But um, no, I think it's it, it's good. So, um, you know, for people that are... Because let's be honest, right? We are... A lot of people that listen to this are banking on being able to do foreign travel later this year. I think a lot of people... Um, I mean, a lot of people have had their flights already cancelled to about June. But I think people are hoping that towards the end of the summer um, into the early autumn, they will be able to do international travel again. So there are a lot of people that are banking on being able to get their Disney fix by going to Paris, by going to uh, Orlando. But there are also a lot of people that have pretty much decided the fact they're not going to be leaving the country this year. Um, And so for those people that are kind of uh, not not ready to to travel on a plane again, but want a Disney fix, this is a good alternative. You know, it's not the same. Of course it's not the same. But if you want a bit of Disney magic, you literally can go on the Disney magic. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how popular it is. It really will, because I think... Again, there might be people like me that have been put off a little bit by it before that now go, well, we're not leaving the country and it's only for a few nights. Yeah. And if the price is good, then I could see it being quite popular, actually. The sausage rolls in Newcastle are to die for. Well, the one thing I know about Newcastle is that Greg's up there is about 30p cheaper. So... Uh, there you is can that. smuggle some back into uh, London. I'll take a thermos with me to put, keep my sausage rolls in, <laughs> like uh, like Dawson. Yeah. Um, bury them. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Then I have to bury them. Um, I may have me... to. I may have to back backtrack on what I said because I'm just I've just gone on the Disney Cruise website and they're showing seven night cruises. And... Million dollar. One million dollars. Um, so for a seven night cruise, two thousand nine hundred. Uh, but, th- but no, I, I think that might be for two, though. Yeah, that might be for two people. Yeah, because normally they, they have like a room charge, so they have like almost like a minimum spend. Yeah. A bit like when you know a lot of a lot oh. of the time you book hotels, it's a uh, sorry yeah. cost. Two thousand nine hundred for two people, so thirteen hundred, one thousand three hundred and forty-four pound per person for seven nights. So in so, half, effect effectively in half, not quite, but yeah, let's, let's halve that. That's six. There's a little bit of tax and stuff like that. So it's two thousand nine hundred for seven nights. So you might be looking at two grand. For four nights, so a thousand grand ahead, thousand pound ahead, thousand grand ahead, thousand pound ahead, right? Pretty Patel, eh? Yeah. Pretty Patel, even. Let's never mention the name again. Thousand pounds. Uh, Craig, we are supposed to be keeping this podcast clean and without swear words. 
do not mention a name again. P-dubs, you've been very quiet on this and we didn't get to speak to you about this the other night. What is your view on this? I think it's a good idea. I'm. We were planning on going to Disneyland Paris at some point in the summer and I don't think that's going to happen now um, just because I don't think it'll be open or we won't be allowed to leave the country. You're like the Grim Reaper of theme parks, Mr. Look, D. I, I've hey. still, I've got, I've still got a booking in September at Disneyland Paris, so I'm not cancelling it, and I think I'll be going on that one. But um, yeah, we we said this isn't likely to happen, and we went well. Let's see what the the cruise prices are like instead. So I'm I'm very tempted. I've I've looked at the cruises over and over again. I haven't pulled the pulled the trigger yet. Um, so this would be a nice um, tester, as you say. Um, probably wouldn't do more than the two-day one, to be honest, considering you're just going to be stuck on the ship. Um, nothing else to say other than the, the entertainment on the ship. So I don't think I'd need more than that. Well, just, I mean, you were there on Saturday, P-Dabs. Just beg to differ on that. Um, we went, our first cruise was a four-night cruise. And it is done in a flash right and you want more that's that was our experience so after that then after that then we went up to seven nights yeah yeah i just i think with not leaving the ship though i don't think there's so much there's so much to do on the ship i mean you're not allowed to get off though you are literally you are literally stuck on the boat they're not going into dock but the thing, the thing is, is though, there's two, not one restaurant and there's not no. one show. I know, but... The thing is, there's, there's, on a two-night cruise, right, typically you won't get on the ship until kind of lunchtime. If you're lucky late morning, maybe early afternoon, sometime between maybe 11 and 2, right? And then, so you'll get on, you'll have lunch, you'll have a look around the ship, you may get in your cabin if you're lucky. They have a sail-away party when they leave port about 4 then you'll, go get ready for, flower, then you'll go and get ready for dinner and you'll have, you'll have dinner in one of the restaurants, one of the themed restaurants. Then there'll be a show that night and there might be some entertainment. You know, they have like things like pilot, pirate parties and things like that. Um, you've got kids clubs, clubs for teenagers. Uh, they've got live music. They've got different things going on. Then you'll have one full day You'll have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That will take up some of that. There'll be a show that night, a different show. Um, and and that's it. You're up the next morning early and off the ship. I mean, it, it just goes in a flash. You've really only got one full day on the ship. And there's so much to do. I mean, they put on stuff. They've got like trivia quizzes, you know, games. Um, obviously, it's ice, not going to be super hot. So you might not spend too much time like sunbathing on the on the deck but it, it does go super quick I, I think if I was going to do it I'd be trying to go on the phone night cruise personally but three or four nights two hey it's, you'll still get a taste of it but you'll want more I guarantee if you enjoy it at the end of it you'll think wow that was just too quick yeah and I would have no problems doing that with a Caribbean one when I can get yeah. off the boat I just I don't think I would cope with being stuck on a boat yeah. for more than two days without any option of getting off. Yeah, I, I I know I know how you I know what you mean, Paul. I know I know what you mean. It's just I think 
when you get on them, there's so much going on and they are big. You don't feel like you're in it. You're not in a little confined space. It's it's like a huge floating hotel, you know, on 12 decks or 14 decks or whatever it is. Um, and to be but, honest, we don't know what we're going to get yet. Yeah. Because it's yeah. going to be a strip back service. We know it is. Yeah. Because of the situation. So we'll see. We'll see when they give us more details because at the moment yeah. we've got bugger all to go on. Yeah, that's right. So, mm-hmm. Well, look, It'll all, be I'm saying, all I'm saying is Ach, potentially disaster dark yeah. see. That's all I'm That's I'm just throwing it out there. That's a top, top idea. I mean, I wonder, because some of the cruise lines are insisting that you have a vaccination certificate, right? <clears throat> Disney haven't done that yet, but some of them have. Um, if they're going to start sailing in summer, so summer to me is June, May, maybe June, definitely July. Yeah, I think if they're only going on sale in April, I can't see them yeah. doing May. I think it will yeah. be. I think they're going to cash in on the summer holidays, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah, then so. if it's kids be and stuff like that, they probably aren't going to insist on vaccination certificates because kids aren't going to be vaccinated. Um, but they can't but it, get COVID. But it'd be interesting to see whether it's a reduced capacity on the ship or whether they're, they're at full capacity with social distancing. I, I think have one I think cabin Kerry could go in the next one. I think it's partly down to the fact that the ships have to be here. Yeah. It's it's all booked in. They have nowhere else for the boat to go. Well, no. I mean, they've been continuing to cancel US cruises. Yeah. So they're, I think they're out until it September or something like that now. We know, that to... know the magic stuck around for ages when everything went down the first time. Yeah. The magic was here for about six months before yeah. it went back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were bringing all the uh, cast members home. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. But, but yeah, Disney does have to, Disney parts and beyond the sea sounds good yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm going to dress up as um, Rod Stewart in 1970s I Am Sailing Garbo when I go on the boat. I am going to uh, grow a mullet so I can look like Craig. uh, Craig's little little brother. <laughs> little Rod Stewart. Little Rod Stewart. <laughs> little Rod. <laughs> How did you know Craig's uh, nickname for me after that stay in Universal? Right. Um, was there any other news from outside the parks? <laughs> Nope. Because there's one thing I want to talk about, uh, two things I want to talk about, one thing I want to talk about with everyone else. So, uh, it's been a few weeks now, but uh, Raya and the Last Dragon has been out now for a while. Easy for you to say. Is it? I don't know. Uh, it is, uh, it's It's done reasonably well at the cinema, uh, with all things considered. There was, I didn't realise this, but um, a lot of cinemas in America are not showing it because they um, are not happy with Disney's uh, model about it being available on premium access as well as being out at the cinema at the same time. So there is, um, I think, two chains which are not showing it at all in any location. So this box office has suffered a little bit because of that. Um, but it's it's not doing too bad. Um no idea how it's doing on Disney Premium Access. That's always the one that's uh, interesting to see how that model works. 
but um, who's who's actually seen it? Yes, boss. Anybody else other than Craig? No, not me. No, no? not yet. I, uh, I mean, you have to be cautious when Craig says something's boss because I mean, obviously, he says that about a lot of things. But on this occasion, I, I fully agree. Um, I, I think it's a beautiful film, um, like visually, like stunning. It looks so good. Who's the um, voice of the dragon? Aquafina. I don't know who that is, but her voice is super annoying. Okay, but you asked me, and I've told you. It's Aquafina. I don't know who that is. She is she? Um, she was in Jumanji 2, Electric Boogaloo, and she has been in... She's been in, in quite a few films, actually, but uh, she's got her own sitcom as well oh. called Noah from Queens, which I think is still on uh, BBC iPlayer. I, I like her a lot, um, but she does have quite, as you say, a unique voice. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen it twice now, I think. Um, my daughter's watched it more than that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I paid for it. And um, I, I, I can't wait for other people to see it in about two and a half months time when it comes free to to everybody but it, for me it was definitely worth the purchase i'm i'm very pleased I, I wish i could have seen it at the cinema and maybe when the cinemas reopen it will be out over here i don't know but um yeah it deserves uh deserves to do really well it's, it's a it's a really good film good story um fantastic animation um yeah so if you're if you're on the fence about it i, I do recommend it i understand completely why people are against uh, paying premium access don't agree with with why because a lot of people's reason is well i already paid for disney plus um it's but gonna be the, the norm soon i think well i mean on that there have been a few more announcements haven't there so um cruella is still coming out in may and that is also going to be a uh, simultaneous cinema release and Disney premium access and also they've announced that Black Widow has been moved to July um, and that will also be doing the same thing that will be at cinemas and on premium access as well I mean obviously the expectation by July is that uh, cinemas around the world will be uh, back to kind of uh, a sense of normality in terms of countries being able to open up their cinemas ours are supposed to open up in May um, but but yeah, that will be going there as well. So, bonkers that America's got the cinemas open because despite the, the amazing vaccine rollout that's going on over there, they still got 60 or 60,000 plus new COVIDs. Um, like yesterday, it's unbelievable, it's going up again yeah. over there. Yeah, but every, not... they've opened up everything. I think some states still have certain things that lock down, but yeah, they are opening up things at quite an alarming rate. So it does make you um, does make you wonder, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so that's oh, and also of course with that they also announced that Luna would not be getting a cinema release now. Yeah. That will also be going to Disney Plus. Is that in July as well? P Dubs. Uh, I think so. Yeah, they were both around the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that kind of worries me about that is that's now the second 
Pixar film that's just been dumped yeah. on Disney Plus. I've just read a report from the Hollywood Reporter that Pixar aren't well, the employees aren't happy. No. That their work isn't even judged to be worthy of a premium release. That it's yeah. just going on Disney Plus for free. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it's a tough pickle because in some ways it would have made more sense to put Raya on free and charge for, for Luna. But is it called Luna? I'm calling it Luna. Luca. It Luca. I knew it was it was kind of there, right? I was close. Um just because then you know a Pixar film and a Disney film would have been. But I think because of the the nature of Raya and the fact that you know it was the first you know Disney film with a a, a Chinese heroine since like Mulan, there was a lot of buzz about it. Um, I, I can see why they, they've done what they've done with it. But yeah, I mean, it, for, for Pixar employees, like you say, it must be a, a bit of a, a kick in the face. So, and I don't know how the residuals work out with regards to that either, you know, because I'm sure there's there's certain bonuses they get depending on the, the box office performance, which they obviously won't be getting now. Um, I did see though that Soul is now out on DVD. All right. So if anyone still wants to buy things on uh, on DVD and Blu-ray, and it, there still must Me. be a market for it, mustn't it? Well, I, st- yeah. I mean, I I still I, I would buy if Soul was released on 3D Blu-ray. I probably would have bought that. It's not, so I won't. Um, but Ooh. but yeah, I can yeah, of course, of course, people are still gonna still gonna buy it. Um, yeah, but there you go. Um, before we move on to your thing, Craig, I just wanted to. Uh, we kind of uh, mentioned it a little bit at the top of the show, but about our patreons, and we do appreciate you all. And uh, I just wanted to to give you a shout out. <gasps> so we haven't done that for a while, and just you know, our thanks to you basically for supporting our work so i'll run up the list um so uh steven jane and steve todd uh rob the the guys over at breaking dad uh david elliott tom uh dave Alison quinn kevin dan nikki uh james downing and uh crystal and sandy who both join this month um thank you for for supporting us um for the newcomers, there's quite a lot of content over the years that's all stuck uh, on Patreon. So I don't know if it pops up on your RSS feed that you get sent, but if not, uh, it, it's it's on there. And if you need some help, um, let me know. But um, no, thank you for for supporting um, our work. And, yeah, that's great. Uh, hope you enjoy the the extra stuff that you get as part of that as well. Um, and if you listen to that and you're missing out, you think, oh, I'm missing out on all this extra content. Well, you can join too. Um, the link is in the show notes. But Craig, yeah. I'm now going to hand the reins over to you oh, uh, and about what you wanted us to talk about tonight. Well, I just, um, I, when we didn't know if we were doing a show or what tonight, it was like, well, what can we do? A little bit fun. Let's just do something a little bit. And we might be picking up new listeners. You never know. So people who don't really know us. So I thought it'd be a nice little, like an icebreaker just to do a little 
like, like them. Remember, they were all on YouTube a few years ago where people were doing like these Disney questions. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do because um, I, I remember um, Sinead, you did a couple of good ones on Mickey Waffles. Yeah, when we can't figure out what to do for an episode, we uh, I'm not saying that's have a look online. I'm just saying that I I've enjoyed those episodes. That's all I was saying. Oh, that's good. <laughs> So I didn't go online. I just made the questions up myself. Yeah. Oh, so they might be a bit poo, but um, I'm just going to work around everyone. And I've got 10 questions and it's about the Disney parks and it's any parks. So it's not just Walt Disney World. It's all inclusive. Um, so let's just see what happens. Yeah. So, so let's go in age order. Hang on, which way? Uh, oldest to youngest. Okay. Me middle of the pack again. Yeah. So I to go first. <laughs> uh, Mr. D. Mm-hmm. How many parks have you visited? Okay, so I've visited obviously Walt Disney World and California and Disneyland Paris. So three. Three. So that's how many have we got in the world? Is it five or six? Six. 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 Three Asian six. parks. Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Tokyo. Um, who's next? It's, uh, it's you. Oh yeah, it's me. Um, I've done Walt. I forgot about me. I've done uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris. Uh, Nick, it's actually P Dub's next. Ah, no, it's not. <laughs> when are you? When are you thirty-eight? Not till January. God damn it! I thought it was this year. I thought you just turned thirty-eight this January. No. Damn it. Why is everyone... Okay, so I have been to uh, Disney World and also Disneyland Paris. And the dabs of P? Uh, Same as Mr. D. Walt Disney World, Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. Oh, and the youngest, the little baby, Sinead. I've been to Disney World, Disneyland and DLP as well. Oh, have have you been to Disneyland? I have. Hey, we talked about it on the last quiz. But, yeah, was I there? Yeah, you was drinking. You was lying about what you was drinking. You was drinking Fanta and I don't know. Turks. Oh, I wasn't on that I quiz. Don't I don't you drink. No, I was. I think it's. No, ah, no, ah. no. What you're, you're, no, you actually, Craig, no, Craig, you were. No, you were on that. It wasn't. It wasn't Sinead telling us that, that story. It was my friend Kate. Ah. Uh. Uh. That's that's who because she'd gone to Disneyland. Okay, right. so um, Mr. D, the first yes. time you visited each of the parks, I mean, like Walt Disney World, not each individual. Yeah. Um, so that actually, the first park I visited was Disneyland in California. I was working nice. in the states at the time, and we were there at Christmas. We well, was there for seven months, but. Uh, we, we didn't come home for Christmas. That's what I meant. And so we just on a whim, we decided let's drive to California. So it's a 12 hour drive. Um, and we went to Disneyland and we also, we did all the usual Los Angeles stuff like Beverly Hills and all that kind of stuff. And we did Universal as well. So that was 92, Christmas 92. So right Tonight was a bone. <laughs> I know. Yes, it was. I know. I know, but it sounded more dramatic if I said you weren't born. 
That's my second and, Christmas. And then I think the next one was uh, Walt Disney World, which was 98, the first time we went, because uh, our kids were a bit older then. The youngest was f- nearly five. And then we actually went to Paris for the first time in 99, because I remember the, they had the big countdown on the Eiffel Tower leading up to the millennium. Um, and we went, I think it was Halloween. We went Halloween, 99. So, uh, yeah. So we've I've done California twice, three times, sorry, three times. Disney World 13 times. Whoa. And Cal- and uh, Paris three times, I think. Yeah, three times. No, wow. four, four times. And two Disney cruises and a partridge and a pear tree. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could say from all that you're a fan of Disney. Uh, no, I can't stand it. Or he's, or he's not. He doesn't. He's not an original traveller. Tosh. <laughs> um. So my first time was in '93, and that was our very first time abroad as a family. I was 19, just started working full time. Quit my A levels. I was working on the railway. I was raking it in. I had to pay for my own tickets and everything. Um, stayed in a villa. And then Disneyland Paris, um, I think it was 2014. I've only been there twice. So Walt Disney World, I've been 93, 01, 2001, 09, 10, 12, 14, 15, um, 17. I think I went twice that year because that was four parks one day with Stuart. And then nineteen, so I've had a, I've had a good few, not as mm. much as you'd have. Um, we should both uh, have done DVC by now; it would have paid for itself. By oh, then. tell me about it! I'm having yeah. sleepless nights about DVC. We should do a um, show about DVC. <laughs> <laughs> we should. What about you, Nick? When was the first time you visited each of the parks? Um, so I went to Euro Disney in 1992 about uh three months after it first opened um so that was my first time there and i went back in 1995 um my first trip to uh Walt disney world was in 2007 and then i went back in 2010 and went for one day in uh, 2019 with P-Dubs. So what I've, I've been to Disney World properly twice in a day. Um, but Disneyland Paris, I um, not even a humble break, I could not tell you how many times I've been to Disneyland Paris because I, I lost count quite a while ago. Wow. It's a lot. Just because, like, you know, I, I didn't... I went in 92, 95, 2002... And then I think the first one I went back after that was 2008. And then from 2008, I would I went at least once a year, sometimes two or three times. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I can't remember. But you can just well, fly there or just hop on a train? Yeah, Eurostar. I've never, ever flown to Disneyland Paris, ever. Wow. First time I ever went in 92 was before the Eurostar was even built. So um, we had to get a ferry to Calais and then a train to somewhere near Paris. And then we changed onto the the Metro and went the rest of the way. We left uh, 
uh, I think we left my house where I used to live about seven or eight in the morning and we didn't get to the Hotel Cheyenne until about nine o'clock that night. So that's Yikes. that's what it used to be like before the Euro style. So yeah, much better wow. now. Yeah. Um, what about you, um, P-Dubs? So first park was Walt Disney World, uh, Christmas 2008. Uh, we did a three-week trip staying in a villa um, with my in-laws. I'd only been with my wife for six months. So that was a bit of a introduction. And we only did two of the Disney parks. We only did Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom on that trip, as well as Universal. Um, then for our honeymoon, we went to LA and did Disneyland for the first time in 2010 um, and went back the following year. So we've done Disneyland twice. We did it 2010, 2011. Um, then we did Disneyland Paris for the first time for our first wedding anniversary. So that was 2011 as well. Uh, been back to Walt Disney World once since then, um, and then the one day with Nick. Um, and Disneyland Paris, I'm into double figures now for visits. I don't want to be a show-off, but I think one day with Nick would make a really excellent Disney Plus documentary <laughs> starring you and me. <laughs> Just order a book. Or a book, yeah. Yeah, like a travel book. Uh, what about you, Sinead? So my first time going to a Disney park was in January 2013. Uh, I went to DLP. It was like two weeks after I'd been made a permanent cast member in the Disney store. I was bloody buzzing. Um, and then later in that year, in I think it was August or September, I went to Disneyland while I was over in California. And then for the Halloween season in 2015, I went to Walt Disney World for the first time and only time. Oh, but yeah. I've been to DLP, I think, like six times. And then when I went to Disneyland, I was only there for a day. But I was already in California for like a 10 day trip. And I was like, I can't go to California with cast member tickets to get into Disneyland for free and not go. So I dragged Absolutely. my friend on a bus for eight hours to uh, go to Anaheim. Blimey, that sounds almost as bad as my first trip to you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a time. And can I, before anyone complains, I'm saying Euro Disney because the first time I went, it was Euro Disney. It's yeah. obviously Disneyland Paris now. Don't, no need to correct me. So, Mr. D, when was the last time you were at the parks? Could be in mind. We've had, what, did you have any plans for pandemic? Were you going last year? We, no, we weren't going to go last year. Uh, we were probably going to go this year and obviously no we're not so I think the earliest we'll go is next year um, but the last time we went was well, when you guys were there um, was 2019 we flew out uh, I'm trying to remember now it was September wasn't it? end of September we flew out we came back mid-October uh, and uh, yeah it was a damn fine holiday enjoyed that First time I've ever stayed on site at Universal, that one, um, Cabana Bay. And then we did a bit of a road trip down south, went to Miami, the Everglades, uh, Naples, Sanibel, and then back up to Disney. And we stayed at uh, Coronado Springs for two weeks. That was the last time. Seems like a long time ago. Oh, nice. Um, to get back. 
Mine was obviously the August of 2019, because um, I didn't go anywhere near Disney in the September when I flew back. Uh, I, I, ours was the big 17-seater holiday, which still gives me nightmares now, so much so <laughs> that we're going to go and do it again in 2023. <laughs> nice. Um, I keep forgetting who's next. Mr. P-Dabs. Uh, oh yeah mr nick yeah sorry so uh the last time i was at a disney park was the 25th of october um 2019 and we went away for the weekend took my daughter it was a late oh um, slightly late anniversary gift um to me and my my wife um and it was a treat for my daughter um, just took away and we went to the Halloween soiree that was going on at that time. And um, yeah, that was the, the last time I was at a Disney park and I've still got my annual pass valid. What about you, Mr. Dabs? Yeah, I, it was the day that I went with Nick to Hollywood studios, but I'd also been to Disneyland Paris the, the previous weekend. So I I'd been to race weekend um, at Disneyland Paris uh, came back on the Sunday after the race, and then we flew out to Orlando on the Thursday. So I did two parks in two weekends. <laughs> no way. So that was the last time you were in Paris? Yep. Oof. And have you got any trips planned? Yeah, I'm meant to be in Paris in September. As I said, I, I might get to go in the summer, depending um, and then I'm meant to be in Orlando at the end of October. And that was your rescheduled last year, yeah. Last year, yeah. Uh, what about you, Sinead? The I last time I, you were? I think I'm actually the person that's been in the parks most recently. And that's, I mean, saying something, it's still 2019. So we went over, I went with Kate for the Halloween night, Halloween soiree. So I was there the kind of week after Nick. So it was the 1st of November was the last time I was in a Disney park. Oh, ships in the night. I think, I Sinead, I think. Did you, you got there on the Tuesday, didn't you? Uh, I can't remember what day Halloween was that week. Halloween was the Thursday. No, we got there on the Wednesday. We, it was a short trip because me and Kate had done kind of a longer uh, one earlier in the month. Yeah. So we were just going back for the soiree. Yeah, so I I left on the Monday and you got there on the Wednesday. Yeah. Ships in the night. Wow. Um, what's next? Okay, so favourite resort you've stayed at or where you would like to stay at? And that's on any Disney property, really. So Disneyland, okay. Disney World, wherever. Right, so um, favourite res- favorite resort we've stayed at is probably Coronado Springs at Walt Disney World. I've stayed there twice. Um, I was worried the last time we went, the first time we went, they hadn't built the Grand Destino Tower. And I was kind of worried about that when we went back again. I thought, oh, is that going to be horrendous? Is that going to spoil it? Um, but it, it didn't. And, and it makes it a fantastic resort. It gives you a huge amount of resources there because you've actually got two gyms, if, if you use the gym. We did a little bit, 
um, loads of restaurants, bars. Uh, you've got everything that was there before, plus all the stuff that's in the Grand Destino Tower. Plus, they put the new restaurant right in the middle of a lake where the bridge is going up to it. Um, so that's, I think that's our favourite resort that we've stayed at. But there's lots that are, that are like to stay at. The only reason we haven't is just they're expensive. Yeah, is there anything if you if you had to pick one to stay at yeah, next? It's tough. I mean, if if money was no object, I think it would be the poly. I think yeah. that would, I think I'd love to stay at the poly and be on that, you know, that loop and be so close to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, so yeah, I think so. I mean, there's a few that I like, but the poly I think would be the one. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me. I just can't see past Beach Club. Mm. I've stayed there twice. I've stayed at Port Orleans Riverside. Um, yeah. Port Orleans is a fantastic resort, but it's it's no Beach Club. And just to walk out and you're in Epcot in ten minutes, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it must just, be good. Um, and if I had my choice, I would just love to stay in the Contemporary. Mm. Just just one night. We, I mean, we. We went and had a look in the. We went and knocked at uh, at reception and said, "Can we have a room tour?" And he took us up and had a room, give us a tour. Oh, yeah. And um, this room was this was in 2017. It's all sanitised and everything, so it's ready for guests to go in. So the toilet has got the security seal on it and everything like that (laughs) to say it's been cleaned. You didn't tamper with it, did you? Well, and (laughs) we're. We're all in the room and uh, the girls are drinking a glass of Prosecco and all that palaver and and we're out on the balcony and the, the lady's there and Carla goes, where's Jack, my little nephew? And then we just heard somebody peeing and he was actually in the toilet having a pee. Uh, totally oblivious that he shouldn't have been doing it. Obviously, just did it, flushed the toilet and come out. And we, we're all just standing there, open mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, she had to, like, obviously, she had a radio and she had a radio for the room to be recleaned because we had to tour. <laughs> so, uh, what about you, Nick? If it's on someone else's dime, the Disneyland Hotel or the Polynesian. Um, Polynesian just because a bit like what Mr. D said, like I just always quite fancied staying there at Disneyland Hotel because it means that I'd be in California and I'd be able to go to Disneyland. Um, but the likely answer is probably the Art of Marvel at Disneyland Paris. Um, I would be quite excited to stay there when it does eventually um, get opened. So you have stayed on Disney property, haven't you? I've st- uh, a Disney World. Anywhere and, and any Disney property? Yeah, uh, Pop Century is where I stayed at Disney World. And, uh, you know, I, I the rooms are, I've not been since the refurb, but the, the rooms are, are very basic, but I'm quite basic when it comes to hotels. Like, I'm going there to sleep as long as it's clean and comfortable. I don't really care. I'm not going to spend much time in them. Um, I, I love the grounds of Pop you know, walking around and seeing all the the big kind of retro things like the the giant uh, yo yo, um, the Mickey Mouse telephone, which I actually own that Mickey Mouse telephone. So that was quite fun seeing a, a giant version of that. It, you know, it's just a fun resort to to walk around. Um, 
so yeah it, it, it was quite nice um disneyland i've stayed at santa fe and cheyenne and sequoia lodge and i would stay really would be quite happy to stay at sequoia lodge again um i think it's a really nice hotel with a great bar um i've never stayed at uh the, the premium ones i've never stayed at new york i never stayed at uh newport bay or the disneyland hotel and never really been too bothered about those but the fact that the hotel new york is now you know marvel themed and has like marvel themed rooms and meet and greets and restaurants and stuff um that's why i'd, I'd probably like to stay there next time okay. uh mr d uh, mr p uh yeah i've only stayed at one hotel on property at walt disney world which was caribbean beach resort and i'm staying there again the next time just because it's kind of a middle ground hotel um it's not top of the range, but it's also not basic. The rooms are a little bit bigger and, and the grounds are lovely. But I would agree with Nick. I would pick Sequoia Lodge probably as my favourite that I've stayed in on property. I've stayed out of four of the six at Disneyland Paris. Um, but Sequoia would be my choice. The one to, that I would like to stay at would be the Grand Californian at Ooh. Disneyland. Uh, yeah. looks amazing if you if you think the likes of Animal Kingdom Lodge and, and Wilderness Lodge are, are great. This is designed by the same person that designed them, um, but it is basically Disney's best hotel anywhere, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and it doesn't have giraffes outside it, though. No, it doesn't. Oh, there you go. No, <laughs> but it has views of a giant bear mountain. Yeah, it's got its own, it's got its own access into the park as well, and yeah. it does this California adventure. Pretty special, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they've never done that more, like stuck hotels in the middle of their theme parks almost. Well, strange, isn't it? Because the they've Disneyland done it. Disneyland Hotel is like that as well. It's got a, a lift that you can go, a special lift that you go down in, so you go straight through so to the club. park. Yeah. What about, so if you're what saying about, club level, though. Yeah. Right. Just stay club level then, don't you? Yeah, cheap, uh, chips. cheap as chips. What are you, Sinead? P Dab stole both of my answers. <laughs> so, my favorite that I've stayed at is 100% Sequoia Lodge. I just love Sequoia Lodge. I think it's fab. It's real cozy, especially if you're there in kind of like the autumn, wintery time. Um, and I agree with Nick, it has a cracking bar. Um, and then I feel like the Grand Californian is like the like premium version of Sequoia Lodge it has a similar kind of like feel to it but obviously just astronomically better so yeah I think the Grand California would be my like bucket list uh, hotel yeah I haven't even heard of the Grand Californian I'm learning things see listeners you're learning we're all learning together learning um Mr D a favourite, what's your favourite ride at each of the parks? Now, you can go into as many parks as you want, obviously. So Disneyland Paris, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, whatever park, you must have a ride at each park. Yeah. So Magic Kingdom, uh, it would be Haunted Mansion. Uh, Epcot, it would be Soarin'. Uh, Animal Kingdom, it would be Flight of Passage. And... At the studios, it would be Tower of Terror, Disney Hollywood Studios. Now, I haven't ridden Ride of the Resistance. You try saying that three times, um, but that could be a that could be a, a future favourite. 
in Disneyland, I think in the Disneyland park, I'm going to pick Pirates of the Caribbean just for the pure atmosphere and nostalgia factor. And in California Adventure, uh, I haven't done Cars Land because that opened just after we were there the last time. Uh, probably California Screaming. It's a good roller coaster. And in Disneyland Paris, I think their version of Big Thunder Mountain is really good. So I'm going to pick that. Good shape. It's the Incredible Coaster now, Mr. Day. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Incredible Coaster, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, Magic Kingdom's got to be Haunted Mansion. Epcot. I'm going to, oh, I don't know. I love Test Track, but Soren is, is pants now. But then Frozen Ever After, right? No, Frozen Ever After. I'm going with Frozen. And that's because the last two holidays, that's been the first ride we've gone to when we've, on the day we've checked in at Beach Club. So everyone is bouncing, everyone is hyper, everyone is like all doing that look at each other like at the end of a film when you've gone through some shit together. Mm. They're all like just nodding at each other and that. So mm. that. Uh, Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror, and Animal Kingdom is um, Flight of Passage. And then at Disneyland Paris... It's got to be their haunted mansion. It's just something else. Both haunted mansions, you can ride them multiple times and just see different things every time. Mm. And then, what's the other park called over there? Studios. That's the one, yeah. Um, I think it's got to be Tower of Terror in there as well. It's not as good as the other one, but... Well, they've changed it recently, so... Oh, have they? Could be, yeah. Yeah, hasn't got the Florida's the only one that's got the card that comes out of the one that then drops yeah. in fifth dimension yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you Nick so I'm going to have to kind of make a guess at the ones that I've not been to but um, if I start in um, California I would say uh, uh, in Disneyland itself I'd probably go with Alice in Wonderland, or if I was at the right time of year, it'd be Haunted Mansion Holiday, but not the regular oh. Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion Holiday. Um, in uh, California Adventure, uh, Mission Breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, uh, Magic Kingdom, uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, looks quite fun, so I'd probably go for that, because Tron's not it open is. yet. Um, in Epcot, Test Track, in uh, Animal Kingdom, I mean, Flight of Passage does seem to be the most popular, but I did like Expedition Everest. So, yeah, it's a good ride. I'll, I'll take Fantastic that. Ride. Um, in studios, I'll, I'll have to make a guess at Rise of the Resistance because it does look absolutely amazing. In Disneyland, Paris, oh, Big Thunder Mountain, yeah, mm. without a shadow, it's the, it's the best version in the world. And in studios, I would go for Crush's Coaster, actually. Um, mm. And Tokyo, I'd go... <laughs> Here you 
everybody's uh, supposed to be doing perks and rides you've been on. Will you uh, calm down? Chris, I, got, I just wanted to get Tron in there, you know. And in Thought Park. <laughs> Here it's 11 o'clock. Will you come on? In Chessington World of Adventures. Um, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, Paul? Uh, let's start at Walt Disney World. Magic Kingdom. This is a struggle. Splash Mountain, I think. Do it while you can. Yeah. Well, it's still going to be there, isn't it? Yeah, I just like the attraction years. itself. Um, yeah, it's good. Hollywood Studios. Um, does it have to be a ride? Can it be an attraction? Whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, good show. Good show. By a mile uh, for me. It's one of the first things I remember seeing at a Disney park, and it'll, it'll always stick with me. Um, you assaulted the man. Epcot. Yeah. Uh, Soren. <laughs> Animal Kingdom would be the safaris. Yeah. Um, then Disneyland, I would pick Alice in Wonderland just because it's unique. It was close with Pirates of the Caribbean because that's the original. See, I thought you might have gone for Indy. Yeah, I don't mind Indy, but that queue is so long. Damn kills snakes. Me. Um, oh, why do it have to be snakes? Then at California Adventure, I would go with the Incredicoaster. Um, we're sad when it, it dropped the Incredicoaster. The, uh, Screaming thing, but it's still mm. a great attraction, even with just the Incredibles overlay now. And then yeah. at Disneyland Paris, um, I would go with Big Thunder Mountain and the studios. I, again, I'm going to go with something that's not a ride, but an attraction and an distinct attraction. Um, uh, again? So, no, 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 no. Uh, I would have picked Cinemagic. Oh, oh classic, classic. mate. Yeah. Yeah. What a show. Why the hell it's did they get rid of that? Ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, Sinead. Right. Um, Disneyland, I'm going to go with Pirates of the Caribbean, purely because the time of year that I went, Haunted Mansion was closed. I haven't been on the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, so I'm going to go with Pirates. Um, DCA, I'm going to go with Radiator Springs Racers. Magic Kingdom, Haunted Mansion. Epcot, gonna go to a, a niche one, Grand Fiesta Tour, because I bloody love the three caballeros. <laughs> um, Hollywood Studios, I'm going with Star Tours purely because I didn't pick Star Tours for DLP, but I bloody love Star Tours. And then Expedition Everest for Animal Kingdom. And then DLP, Shock Horror, I'm gonna go for Phantom Manor. And Studios, I'm gonna go with Ratatouille, because there's actually not a lot of rides that I enjoy in Studios, unsurprisingly. Um, I'm gonna call an audible Craig. Just because it got mentioned so many times, I'm going to swap out Big Thunder Mountain from Disneyland Paris and replace it with Hyperspace Mountain because Ooh, that is a great attraction. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, right. So the last ride you actually rode at a park, Mr. Right. D. So I'm pretty sure I know what this was because I went back through my photographs tonight. They're all on my phone. And I'm pretty sure it's not a very spectacular one. It was Journey into Imagination. Oh, dear. <laughs> Brilliant. Only, only because I'd taken some photographs. There was a character <laughs> meet and greet with Wreck-It Ralph in the, in the pavilion when you came off the ride. Um, so I'm pretty sure that was our last ride before we came home. <laughs> so this pandemic oh. is your fault by, for making that the last attraction you went on? I think it must be, yeah. Goodness me. Um, mine was Splash Mountain. And it was brilliant because we went on with our Charlie and 
at the on the first day of our holiday, the the epic um, three week night, seventeen person. He, he, every ride he went on, he actually physically threw up, and we thought this is going to be a shocking holiday. This we're going to kill Charlie here. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the holiday, he stayed with us. We were in. It was Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, and we were basically frog marched out the park at the very end. He was shutting around us, and Charlie asked his mum and dad if he could stay with us, and we got to do that. So it was brilliant. So there you go. Um, Nick? I'm struggling to think. The last <laughs> ride you did at a Disney park, so you, it would yeah. be an Alice, wouldn't it, with Alice in? Yeah, I mean, I know that, that that last day we did Big Thunder Mountain, which you really didn't like. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think... I'm sure there must have been something that we did afterwards, but we spent a lot that last day doing character meet and greet. So I'll, I, I'm going to have to go with Big Thunder Mountain. I think that was the last one I went on. Okay. Um, Paul? Uh, it was Smuggler's Run with with Nick. Our second go round on, on Smuggler's Run was the last ride I did. And the worst oh. one as well. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that second second one ruined it for us. Were you in the wrong seat, or did you have a dipstick with you? Um, we had kids that didn't know what they were doing. Oh, yeah, the kids, kids were pilots, and we were engineers, <laughs> which is the worst. Being the engineer is the worst position to, to have. The and we weren't even have. on together. That's the problem. It no. was two separate rides, and we both got it. Yeah. Single rider. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nightmare. What yep. about you, Sinead? I couldn't remember because normally I try have pirates be the last thing that I go on in DLP. But from what I recall, it was massively busy. So from going through the Mickey Ruffles Instagram page, I actually think the last thing that me and Kate went on was Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin. Oh, mm. God. Oh, that's as bad as the other one. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's the last <sighs> documented thing we have on the Instagram. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Imagine getting off that and saying, like, come on, it's time to go. Honestly. Nightmare. Uh, right, okay, next question. Right, you can only pick one snack, right? Not from mm. each park, just one snack. So, guilty pleasure. When you go to a park, what's your guilty pleasure? Okay, it's a tough one. Can I have an honourable mention as well? Yeah, you can, yeah. Okay, so my guilty pleasure is um, Magic Kingdom, the Main Street Confectionery, and you get these big rice crispy mickey heads on a stick right oh, yeah. you can get even bigger ones that are like the size of my head but not that one these are still pretty big and i can remember on the last trip it was the end of the night the part was starting to clear up um they were still playing music and lights on the castle we sat at the tables outside the plaza it was dark everyone was lit up everybody was happy and we had we had something each and i had I had one of those. And I remember we went to Starbucks. You know, they ask you for your name in Starbucks. My wife's name's Kerry. And she ended up getting a Starbucks with Harry on the cup. <laughs> and then we, we took our coffee, our iced coffees and our Rice crispy Treats. And we sat at the tables watching everybody leave the park. Good memory. But my honourable mention is the carrot cake cookie, which we used to get from the writer's stop, but that is no more. And they have actually changed it now, and it's a different carrot cake cookie, but it's still really, really good. And it's got about 8 million calories in it. Well, every one of them's worth it, isn't it? 
Yeah. Um, my guilty pleasure. It's a new one, and they've only been out a few years, I think. And Tim Tracker got us onto it, and we had them when we were there in 2019. Is the cheese burger spring rolls, which is in a little um, a little booth thing uh, right next to um, Jungle Cruise area in Magic Kingdom, yeah. and. So obviously they can't do any of the cooking there. So we were all like drug addicts, all just hanging around, waiting. And this poor beleaguered cast member would come running out of whatever kitchen she was cooking in with a great big giant armfuls, trays like in containers of all these. There was pepperoni spring rolls, which were lovely, like pizza and cheeseburger spring rolls. And the queue would form, and they were on ration, and everybody would buy them, and then they'd sell out instantly, and she'd have to run off again and go and get some more. It was bonkers, but they're lovely. So there you go, Nick. Um, I'm going to go with the turkey leg. Oh, <laughs> only joking. Mm-hmm. They taste like hell, and I don't eat meat anymore. Um, I I would go for. Would you eat a vegetarian turkey leg if it was like a corn leg? If it tasted like the original turkey leg, then absolutely no way. Um, so my favourite thing is um, the themed food they do for Disneyland Paris for like the festivals and stuff like that. So the last time I went, it was um, some chocolate gravestones that were kind of themed around Phantom Manor, which were like a, a, like a thick chocolate coating, but on like a coconut kind of biscuit. Yeah, they were good. Oh, they were so good and reasonable. I think it was like five euros for three of them. Yeah, but like um, everything in DLP, it was like they take them out of the bloody freezer. Yeah, you couldn't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to bite into the first one. I was like, okay, I'll leave that till tomorrow. I'll eat <gasps> it then. Um, but yeah, they are they are particularly good. Um, so I'm going to go with that. Pete Abs? Well, I was going to go with Mr. D's honourable mention. Um, but as soon as that's already been brought up, I'm going to go with the flavoured fudge at Disneyland Paris from the confectionery there on Main Street. Is there any particular flavour or do you get a, a selection? I tend to go for the lemon meringue. Oh, yeah. Ooh, nice. What about no. you, Sinead? Uh, you see, you say guilty pleasure, but never in my life have I felt guilty about getting a snack in a Disney park. That's um, true. I'm gonna There's go- no calories involved. Right. Um, I'm going to go with churros just from any park. I just, I love a churro. So, yeah, I'm going to go with a churro. Do you get it? Is it the chocolate dip? Uh, it depends where you get them, simply. Because when I was in California, I didn't get a chocolate dip with one, but I think I did in Disney World. And then in DLP, because they have to do everything different, you just get them in like a little bag and they're little small, like you get like six or them in a bag or something. Because DLP just has to do things differently. But uh, they don't give you a chocolate sauce. I've never forgiven DLP for the uh, Yoda cupcake. <laughs> I nearly said that. I so nearly <laughs> said it. Or the Wookiee cookie. It was, cookie. It was oh, an, the Wookiee cookie was dreadful. It was the size of a, a, a packet cupcake, and it was about fucking ten euros or something. It was absolutely shocking. Um, okay. Nobody went for a dull. Nobody went for a dull wet. Overrated. Gross. Never had one. Want to have one, haven't had one. 
I had an Ooh. orange swirl the last time I went. Yeah, did well better. Yeah, it's better, but it still wasn't great. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Like, I like the original Dole Whip float. I think they're really good. Stick a Romany and come yeah. back to me. You can get um, a spike yeah. one, I think. They yeah. do it at the Polynesian. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mr. D, Yo. your favourite country in Epcot? Right, I thought about this one, and it would never have been what I'm going to say, right? I'm going to say the UK, and it would never have been that, because um, my my daughter Heather was a cast member oh, she was, in yeah. the UK pavilion, and up until that point, we'd never eaten in the Rosen Crown, all the times we'd been, we just would blow through the UK because it's the UK and, it, you know, why would you waste yeah. time there? But obviously she was a cast member there for 13 months and she was, every day, you know, she'd be sending us photographs and messages on WhatsApp, whatever. We ate there a couple of times. She got us a table right at the front to watch Illuminations. We met all our cast member friends. We went back and watched Illuminations another time from there. And so we've just got some really good memories of the UK pavilion uh, changed our whole kind of mindset so yeah. that's, that's it she saved us as well just before she come she over did. I think it was yeah yeah she did and she got us a table right at the front yeah. for the fireworks yeah. absolutely um, what I remember took from that was how close all the cast members were all the, all mm. the staff yeah all, all mates and I bet you they had a bleeding ball oh they did yeah they did, and they still keep in touch. You know, she's she's in touch with quite a few of them still. Some of them went back. Unfortunately, one of her friends went back and got it cut short because of COVID. Um, she was only out there a couple of months, and, and the whole thing got binned, which is a real shame. Um, I think I'm going to go with. I've got. I don't know. I'm going with Japan, and yeah, it's cool. purely because. The last time I did Drinking Around the World, which is on YouTube, um, me and Carla were particularly drunk, went into the shop, and it's one of them things where you just go through them. You just, maybe you'll get a drink or something to eat, you just keep walking. First time I'd ever gone into the shop at Japan, and it was amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And we, me and Kerry got uh, cups, plastic cups with lids i'll put a picture on my instagram later and it, it, it just it was just it's just buzzing because japan is just like mars in it do you mm. know what i mean everything yeah. that's they sell over there and the culture is just so different it was just amazing so what are you nick uh i almost went with morocco because having gone to the real morocco the epcot version is far superior but <laughs> it's true it's- morocco is hell uh, Morocco, <laughs> Morocco was a turkey leg of of countries that I've visited, um, but um, I'm going to go with Italy because um, via Napoli do really good pizzas. Nice. Uh, dabs of pee. So this was a a close one out of two. Uh, second was China, just because I love the displays and everything that's inside the pavilion, and I enjoyed the the show as well. Yeah, um, that they put on in there. But I have to go with Canada. I I love the how they built it with like a, a castle and all the rock work that you go in underneath to see the video. Uh, the cheese soup is superb, and uh, you can't go wrong with Martin Short. Yeah, 
See, we've never done any of these things. We just walk through and get drinks. We need to do okay. all this. Oh, I know. I tell you, I agree with you. Um, what about you, Sinead? I am going to go with the Mexico Pavilion because I just think it's class. Um, I've already picked Grand Fiesta Tour as my favourite ride in Epcot. Um, I love Mexican food. I love Mexican culture. Um, you can get some cracking margaritas in there. So yeah, go with the Mexico Pavilion. It's a great vibe in that in that pyramid, yeah. and it's just really. It's know, just it's so just different to everything else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It's bonk because you're outside in the baking heat and the blind and light and you go in there and it's so cool and it's so dark and it's so chilled out and everything is yeah. muffled it's just amazing yeah, um okay mr d favorite sit down restaurant at a park so you can only have okay. one yeah okay this is a tough one um I, i've i've given it quite a bit of thought because some of the best sit-down restaurants actually aren't in the parks, they're in the resorts, but oh, in yeah. the parks. Well, no, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the question. In okay. in the parks, I'm going to say Yak and Ye because we've been there loads of times. We've never had a bad meal. And the main courses are really good, but the desserts are really good as well. They've got a mango pie, which is amazing. There's a chocolate thing, chocolate cakey thing, which is just amazing. So it's the whole thing. Whereas sometimes you go in a Disney restaurant and the main courses are really good, but the desserts are a disappointment or or kind of vice versa. But um, Yak and Yeti, that's going to be my choice. Okay. Uh, I've only ever done the quick service there, but... Which is good like, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, spot on, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Mama Melrose in Hollywood Studios. And again, it's 2017... There was um, us and the tailors on that holiday. We didn't have anything planned for the day. We had some fast passes. We were doing Fantasmic that night. We had some Hollywood Studios fast passes. We let them slide and we just um, ate and drank with Tammy, our, our server. Um, she just looked after us for all afternoon, basically. And we got half cut and we had a ball. And the food in there was lovely. And then we went and watched Fantasmic. And we went we went back and she was still there and she remembered us. And it wasn't one of them fake remembers. She actually remembered us. Who could forget us? Um yep. so yeah. Um Nick. I was gonna say um California Grill, and then I realised that's not in the park. So um honorable mention to Cinderella's Cinderella's Royal Table just because of the novelty value, but the food's not particularly great. So um I would go for 50s primetime diner. Um in always fifties fifties primetime cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Diner, um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, in, in Hollywood Studios. Um the food is is good. It's not outstanding, but it's it's good, good price point, but it's just a nice fun theme. And I had a really good time uh in there and I didn't put my elbows on the table. Like I was told, and I ate my greens. Probably ate your so. greens, good. Absolutely ate my greens. So, um, yeah, so I recommend that. Okay, uh, Paul? We don't do that many sit-downs, so this is this is quite difficult, especially not in the parks. We tend to do ones at, at hotels and things like that. But I'm going to pick Plaza Gardens at Disneyland Paris. Um, decent character meal, good food. Uh, a little bit busy, 
a little bit rushed and things like that. But as I said, it's good food and um, good character interaction. So I'm going to go with that. Okay, Sinead? Um, I am going to go with Bistro Chez Remy in studios. Um, it's a bit novelty-ish. And to be honest, the nicest thing I had was the person I was with, uh, Brie Potato Gratin, that came with their steak. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd definitely go back. Um, I really enjoyed Bistro Chez Remy. I think, is it that the miniaturised one? Yeah. Yeah, we vet in there. That was lovely in there. Yeah, we were the only nice. ones in there, though. It was weird. Ooh. It be, well, it was like this big palaver to get your reservations and everything. So you and then when we went in there, it was it was just empty. That's weird. It was very weird, but it was boss. Yeah, the food's lovely. Uh, and this is the last question, um, Mister D. Uh, your favourite character meet and greet. Okay, um, in a Disney park, well, actually, probably my favourite was in uh, Grand Floridian. We went to Character Breakfast there, and they had the Mad Hatter, and he was hilarious. But in the parks, um, I think the best one, the one that we enjoyed the most, was we met Gaston in Fantasyland, New Fantasyland, and he was just hilarious. I mean, he was proper acting it up. Is Gaston, you know, arrogant and sort of chatting up the women and stuff like that. And he was just really good. And we got our pictures taken with him. Uh, so, Gaston? Um, I think mine is Mickey Mouse. Just wherever, wherever you meet him, whether he's part of the Famous Five, uh, whether he's at, at Chef Mickey's, wherever. Um, I miss talking Mickey Mouse because it added a new level of awkwardness. <laughs> yeah, he w- he would have been on my list as well, the talking one. Um, is he gone though? Is he not? It's yeah, not they don't talk anymore. He's still there, but he doesn't talk anymore. Yeah, no. he's a mute again. Yeah, because it, it, it was just because you're literally having a conversation with Mickey Mouse. It, it's just phenomenal. Um, but I think it. I mean, the one. Um, Oh God, what's it called? Fantasmic Mickey, Fant- Fantasia Mickey, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Fantasia Mickey. I've I've got the photos there when our Grace went and met him when she was eighteen months old in the animation building. Yeah, yeah. and um, she she pulled him in for a hug, and all the crowd behind in the queue started going, "Oh, oh God, look!" <laughs> like that, and then she. She grabbed all of his ears and pulled him down and kissed the end of his nose, and like people were crying. Me and Kerry just started crying, just, mm. just unbelievable. And then it, that's so it's always got to be Mickey Mouse for me. So, yeah. Um, Nick. Um, I mean, Stitch is probably my favourite. He's always fun to meet. Wherever I met him, he's been cheeky and mischievous. So, uh, he's up there, but. I think my favourite kind of meet and greet is meet Mickey Mouse in uh, Fantasyland, Disneyland Paris, just because it's a proper dedicated Mickey Mouse meet and greet and it just feels quite special. So um, that's my favourite. Yeah. Um, Paul? Yeah, I, I, I love meeting Goofy because I love his... He has a lot of different costumes, so you, you can quite regularly meet him wearing different stuff, but he wouldn't be my pick. Um, it's actually two sets of meet and greets in in Hollywood Studios in the same building that you said, Craig. Um, they used to have Mr. Incredible and Frozone. 
was yeah, in there. Did, just, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that that's not one of my favourite films, the interaction with them was great. And then just up the way in what was the back of uh, Toy Story Midway Mania um, was Buzz and Woody used to meet yeah. in, in there and they were fantastic as well. Great interaction with them. Uh, sadly, they don't meet in there anymore. They meet in Toy Story Land. Um, but they used to be a great, great little meet and greet inside that building. That was a fantastic meet and greet. Yeah. Um, and the Incredibles as well. When Mrs. Incredible was with them sometimes, yeah. she is fit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Sinead? Um, I have a bit of a tangent with mine. So my favourite character to me is always Donald Duck. I bloody love Donald Duck. Specifically when they had Devil Donald and DLP, he was great crack. But my favourite character interaction I've ever had, it was my very first day in my trip to Disney World. Um, It was in Epcot and we went into Character Spot where you would meet um, Mickey, then Goofy, then Minnie. And we were the last people of that particular set. And the family that was ahead of us, there was like, it was probably your family, Craig. There was like a truckload of them. And they were taking a really, really long time with the cast, with the characters. And the cast member was over at me and my friend and kind of apologizing and stuff. And we were like, it's grand. Like, it's not as if we're in a rush. And we had explained that we were cast members from Dublin and stuff like that. And then we met Mickey Mouse. We met Goofy. And then kind of as we were going through the characters, the character handler would kind of go through to the next one and just kind of chat because they were obviously swapping out and going on break and stuff. And um, we got to Minnie Mouse. So there was the three character handlers and we were standing there with Minnie Mouse. And we noticed that a couple of them were laughing and we were like, what is going on? And we turned around and whilst we thought we were just getting pictures with Minnie Mouse, Mickey and Goofy had like snuck into the background and like kind of surprised us. So we actually ended up getting pictures with all three of them just because we weren't dicks to the cast members. So that was probably the favourite character interaction I've ever had. It was great. Stories like that are brilliant though as well, aren't they? Just, it's phenomenal. One thing I'd forgotten about as I was listening to you guys talk about your character interactions, but do you remember Push, the talking trash can? I think I've seen him. Oh, he's fantastic. He's really good, really funny. He is still around somewhere at Disneyland Paris on occasion. Yeah, but uh, when they do stuff like that, they, it is really good. It's just I wish they would do more of the live entertainment, sort of streetmosphere type stuff. And you think when Star Wars settles down, maybe some droids can come out? Yeah, well, I mean, with the first time we went to Galaxy's Edge, you know, I got accosted by a couple of stormtroopers, and it was great. You know, they were just like asking you questions and pushing you around and stuff like that. It's really good. Just slapping you with their leather gloves. Yeah. Need more of that. <laughs> well, that's my questions, guys. That's all of them. Great. Good questions. No, thank you very much for putting that together, Craig. I thought you'd uh, just stolen it off the internet. Um, so no wonder Ryan's going to steal that for a future theme park trailer. So if you want to hear Ryan's answers, you can listen to it there. Uh, how long do you reckon? Next episode? Episode after next? Next episode. Next episode. Yes, next theme park trailer will be Ryan uh, probably seeing those questions um, 
and saying that he wrote them and giving them to him and Dan. <laughs> his favourite favorite snack is going to be a pumpkin spice latte and his favourite restaurant is going to be Lucelli. His favourite resort yeah. is going to be Animal <laughs> Kingdom Lodge. So there's three of them done already. Yeah. <laughs> and Epcot is his favourite park. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ryan. Ryan. Such a gatekeeper. Right. <laughs> um, we. <laughs> that is it for this episode. I think we've given you enough of this bonus episode. I like the way the bonus episode lasts longer than a regular episode. <laughs> That's why it's a bonus. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you, Craig, for doing that. Thank you, everyone, for joining me here tonight. And thank you, dear listener, uh, for listening. Um, and we will see you in uh, a couple of weeks for another Disney Parks and Beyond. Here we go. Dirty bye. Yeah. Go on, Craig. Players out. What? Players out on the piano. Oh, okay. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.